Yes. We back. Huh? Live Smackdown. Podcast from the shadows. And it's like doing that damn thing. WWE. Yo, Smackdown Live, baby. Let's get it. Look at, look at this guy. Yeah, it's definitely the harmful GMOs, man. Oh, that hot dog. Daniel Bryan is about a concession stand and bothering the people, preaching his, oh, through the hot dog at the man's head, he's preaching this healthy gospel, or Coca-Cola. Oh, and he splashes the soda on the man's AJ Styles shirt. www.shop.com Yes Movement The t-shirt I thought those were discontinued That's what he said Get you a pair of AJ Styles gloves and do pull-ups with them on. You know, Daniel Bryan got soda on the camera. And talk about waste. All right. Now he's out there in the crowd, coming down the stairs. He can do what he wants. But to create change, I need you people to change. You see, because all of these people, they're weak, they're submissive, mm. they are impotent. Dang. Each one of these people, weak, Egypt. Submissive, change it. Hold them weak and submissive.
worked hard on that sign. He ripping it. Yeah. Down by the ring now. That's a good look. What? what? Oh! Oh man! Now y'all know he's still mad about Christmas. Truth came off the steps. Yeah, see. Oh man. Truth was looking real intense there, man. Truth was looking real intense. All right. So they had their match, you know, and it was a, a fairly game. Our truth you know, he's very intense. You know, he's number 30 at the Rumble. I guess he's getting serious. Uh, but Daniel Bryan was able to get a knee breaker. It was a couple of good spots from Truth. Crazy looking Joe Breaker, you know. Uh, hit him with all those cool kicks and spins and such like that. Split underneath, but the WWE champion, you know, he has he has the experience to pull out a win because he performs at a very high level against high level superstars regularly. So, you know, somebody like Truth, who we can't sleep on and can't forget about, you know, he uh, he hasn't been in the main event picture as much. So I would say that Daniel Bryan picked up a a fairly easy win, but it was against a very capable competitor. After his little uh, tantrum he threw about a concession stand. But wait a minute. After all that talk, the tantrum, speaking of, out comes AJ from the backstage area, beating up on Daniel Bryan right up on the top of the ramp on stage. Slamming his head into the ground. Pushes him into the LED wall. Yeah, this is a different, different type of animal. Oh, chair shot. Oh, Danny Bryan in retreat. He's out of there. Security guards and referees trying to stop the madness from they were able to. But AJ is definitely not feeling nothing right now. He's just, uh, it seems he wants to fight.
So Mysterio is going to team up with Mustafa Ali. He's going to take on Andrade Cien Amos and Samoa Joe coming up next. So Mustafa Ali has been the one uh, getting beat up the most this match. Uh, the tag team match between uh, him and Rey Mysterio taking on Andrade Amos and Samoa Joe. So a lot of Lucha Libre spots, Lucha Libre-esque. Ray's gotten the better of it. Something I saw was first we saw we know we with Andrade we have that uh that kick fake out into a back elbow, which is an excellent move, but we saw uh Mustafa Ali able to duck underneath it. That's you know, just a small thing I I recognize, you know, it's not often. I believe the move was called uh, the Canadian Destroyer or something like that, but Ray Mysterio was able to hit that on Andrade, but um, I'm not really too sure who's going to be able to take it. I think the good guy's going to be able to take this one in some fashion, but in the moment, it's not looking like it because uh, Samoa Joe literally uh, hit Mustafa Ali with a fallaway slam over the announce table. Yeah. He was able to get up. Ali going for 450s as opposed to 054s, so it's uh, it's almost a question as to whether or not he's still using that move, but that, that'll just remain to be seen. We'll find out in coming weeks. Oh man, so after a front flip tope over Rey Mysterio onto Samoa Joe, Andrade Almas was able to, well, he was on the second rope already set up in 619 position when Ray went for it. I guess while they were waiting for that front flip tope, Andrade was able to, you know, get his bearings back and he caught Ray mid 619 and set him up for the hammerlock DDT, which got him the W. That's a good look. They've been saying it's the year of tran Tranquilo. Yeah, is that what it's called? So it's going to be a, that's a good way to start it off. Very good way to start it off. He just pinned uh, the quoted hero, you know, in Rey Mysterio. So this looks good for Andrade, I think. Uh, like, I've always, I've liked him since he's came up to the main roster. He has a, a different set of offense, you know. I mean, he uh, took on AJ Styles in a couple of matches. And he had a very good show. And so we've just been waiting for him at this point. And 2019 could be the year for him. We'll find out. Tag team match between... Andrade Alves and Samoa Joe taking almost Mustafa Ali and Rey Mysterio uh, ended in a fairly entertaining fashion. Is uh, I believe Mustafa Ali went over the top for a front flip tope while Almas was set up in 619 position. So he jumped over Ray and Cien. Once he hit Samoa Joe with the front flip tope, Rey Mysterio. Uh, Went for the 619, but Andrade was able to catch him and lift him up for, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know what the move is called, but he put him down on his knee with his ribs first. So uh, with that, he set him up for the hammerlock DDT and got the one, two, three. So that makes uh, Andrade seeing Almas, uh, it makes him look real good. He said that uh, he, it was the year of Tranquilo. Him and uh, La Muñeca both shared that on uh, different social media platforms. 
and this win over Rey Mysterio makes him look really nice. And you know, going into future weeks, even the Rumble, he could look very good. I've always thought Andrade Almas was good. He thought he had a couple of really good matches when he was called up or called over to the main roster. And uh, those, I remember how uh, how talented he was. It was a great spot. To, it was a first for Mustafa Ali and the first time for Andrade. Also, it was a kick. But you know the the kick into the well, a kick fake out into the back elbow. Andrade Almas was able to hit Rey Mysterio with it, but uh, Mustafa was able to duck underneath it. So that's a you know just a thing I noticed. Some you know he's the one that was aware of it. You know maybe he's watching the match and was able to pick up on that read. It's a very surprising move. No one really sees when it's happening sudden uh, above anything, but. Uh, those two were going at it, and when uh, Andrade hit the hammerlock DDT on Ray, you know, Mustafa after that front flip sent on to Joe, both of them were knocked out of the ring. So it was a good match all in all, but in tonight's main event, we have Carmella taking on Charlotte, taking on Becky Lynch in the triple threat match where the winner faces off against the SmackDown Women's Champion Oscar at the Royal Rumble. It's going to be a very, very compelling match. I think that's the best way to say it. These three women have been uh, going hard in their own respects. You know, you can, you can, I'm going to try to get some of this out the way. We're about to see Carmella talk about it. But so we'll just go like that. Carmella has gone through the, the phases of maintaining relevance in the WWE and in the women's division, uh, more specifically because with all of the stuff that she's been given, you know, it's uh, it's a little rough. You know, some people would say she's been relegated to a comedy act, but if you look around and listen to some other podcasts, I believe the, the people were saying, and the stats say that people were more interested in the dance break. And that's you know, have her, which is pretty funny in my opinion, because I I knew it was a comedic act, and I actually think, I thought it was funny to this day, I still, I like it, and that's just a small thing she does, I mean, let's not forget that she has uh, always been able to show us that she's capable, and that's just that the company believes, so we're just uh, waiting for her, you know, she's had her first run with the Women's Championship, and I think she was a bad guy at the time, but I don't really look at Carmella in that fashion. I think she's more of the uh, more of the opportunist, if anything. She'll just she'll take advantage of what's in front of her, and that's that's uh, it shows itself, you know, in ring and you know, apparently in big matches. But let's hear what she has to say about this. All three of us in the ring at the same time, and I'm seen as a third wheel. Why is that? Because I look good? Because I do it with style and force to have fun? Or maybe it's because Charlotte learned how to use a kendo stick. Hmm. Or maybe, maybe it's because Becky finally discovered how to have a personality. Oh. I was smacked at Women's Champion for 130 days. And during that time, I beat Charlotte twice. Yep. I beat Asuka twice. Yep. And I became champion by winning money in the bank. Yep. 
even though it was in that briefcase, an opportunity. And that's all I ever needed. And tonight, I have another opportunity. And I'm going to use the opportunity to prove to everyone that I am everything I say I am. Because Mella is money. All right. Yeah, I heard the woman. And she spoke all facts there. She's uh, taking full advantage of everything that's been put in front of her. So let's uh, see how the triple threat match fares for her tonight. So the Usos are going to get the opportunity to take on the bar. And if they win, they face them for the tag team championships at the Royal Rumble on January 27th. I... We know we, we've we had a lot of complaints about this from last year, but I'm still early in the new year. But wait, Miz is, uh, well, we got Shane O'Mac on screen. And here goes Miz. Tell me you didn't have anything to do with that. With what? The Usos being given an opportunity to face the tag team champions. I'm assuming another McMahon made that match. Because no one, and I mean no one, is more deserving of a title opportunity than the best tag team in the world. Since we are far away from the tag team championship picture. Yeah. They just got together with it. You're a McMahon. You can just give us a title. Oh, oh I see where you're going. You know, I don't use the shortcuts from time to time. You know what? I have to say, I'm getting excited about teaming up with you. I am. I'm getting pumped up about this. I'm not going to abuse my power and just inject this into the tag team championship picture. God, we have to train. We have to scout. We have to make sure we have the confidence to win. We have to challenge ourselves and our competition. We on the same page? We're on the same page. All right. Miz looking more and more like a baby face every day. So Shane walks off, you know getting Hi. on his phone. These guys, man. Oh, wait a minute. Then we cut to the ring. Rusev Day, USA. Last week, Nakamura did do that. Nakamura uh, was fighting, you know, just snuck up on him, and Lana jumped in. Last week, Lana. Last week, Lana, my wife, my love, my heart, she got hurt. Because of the selfish actions of one man, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh man, Rusev's sad. And while Lana, she's at home resting, I stand before you, but not as a United States champion.
I've been before your time as the Bulgarian proof with the body of a thousand Hemsworth brothers. Oh, <laughs> that's Thor, right? Oh man, he got his ring on. Lana is the best. Lana number one. And Shinsuke, you can masturbate all you want. A call out. Swag America going for it. Oh wait, I know that place. Is that the is it somewhere in the production truck? What is that? I know those screens. TV truck. This is not my fault. This is your fault. See for yourself. Alright, so this is last week on SmackDown. Shinsuke hits a surprise Kinshasa while Rusev was celebrating, and then Lana went to jump on Shinsuke's back, you know. He was able, Rusev was able to get a Machka kick in, but uh, Lana took a mean bump off that man's back. Oh, commentary. the cover that you know what commentary was speaking on they were you know there was a fair argument between uh, a wife defending her husband but her needing to stay away from men battling because she could potentially get hurt that's a you know a way to see these things and I mean if they're in the WWE ring where these male superstars are competing at that who are or are capable of competing at the highest level you know they're very strong that bump looked crazy and it wasn't just any bump i mean in storyline if we're really looking at it rusev hit the man with the crush kick that's the machka kick so the impact from that sent shinsuke down but most of it because he didn't fall down too hard most of that 
uh, went back to Lana, and then she had to fall to the mat from somebody who's fairly tall, and her legs were very far from the ground. So, you know, she. this is what happens when you try to jump in. And, you, you know, if you fight, a girl shouldn't jump into a man's fight or men's uh, fighting or whatever, but in WWE ring, that, that makes complete sense. I mean, I see how she was trying to defend him, but what did she really think she was going to be able to do? Either way, let's let's see what he has to say, continuing on. Anything else? He said it's Rusev's fault. You don't come to me, then I come to you. Oh man, he's angry. He even left the championship in the ring. He going for the TV truck. Production case, the production, the big, oh man, production container, slam it into Rusev's ribs. Rusev got backstage looking for him and got ambushed. Since he was already ready. This mind game is a way to get in Rusev's head, you know. Oh wait, Corey, dang. King Shasa from Shinsuke, and he walks off smiling about it. Yeah, that's what it's about. He wins the championship back. That man just jumped in. Yep, that's crazy. Man wanted his title. Well, he wants his title, and I think he could. There's a chance that he get it back, but uh, he gonna have to go into the low blow bag again, you know, seemingly. But this is a way to piss him off. But wait, here go the man. To get back to the championship that nobody beat me to have, the title that I made the talk of the world, the title one that woke up the entire industry. That's real. That's kind of true. Because in tonight's triple threat match, I can do whatever I want. Charlotte-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarillo-Baker-Camarill
uh, a lot of the talk right now is Becky should win the Rumble. But if she wins the match tonight, is she going to be able to compete in the Rumble? Because she's going to fight for the Royal Women's Championship later that night or earlier in the evening. I assume the Rumble is the main event. But uh, uh, it remains to be seen. We're going to have to find out how it all takes place. All right, so the tag matchup between the Usos and the Bar. Both of these guys looking very, very intense. They uh, are both teams, pardon me. I know we've seen this match a lot, but at the end, these guys are these guys are the top of the division for a reason. They go out there and you know they give us very, very cool stories in their matches. This match means something because if they win this, the Usos, if they win, they can. Uh, have a tag team championship match at Royal Rumble. That says something. So I know these guys at this point with all of the tag teams back, uh, well, back on TV and being showcased, you know, and a new tag team coming up to one of the shows, you know, they, they want to be on top of the mountain so everyone knows exactly who's who. That's very clear. So this match, it's already, uh, I'm already seeing a bit of physicality. I almost want to go play by play for it. These guys are definitely going in. But it's still in the early going, so we're going to see. All right, these guys are looking real good. We saw a giant clothesline from Oos in the middle of the match. Sheamus was able to come back from that and deliver a clothesline of his own. But you take nothing away from that clothesline that Ooze put out, it was stiff. It, it That was impactful, and this is what I mean. Outside of a, a bunch of reversals and uh, just small back and forth uh, wrestling, you know, and I mean, it's, it's been it's been a fairly hard hit in the field. We had, a, we had the tope spots, giant suicide dive, onto Sheamus and seemingly Cesaro, but Cesaro was able to get out of the way of his partner and the incoming Uso. And now we got a, we got the other Uso running and flying out the side of the ring closer to the turnbuckle onto Cesaro who got out of the way. So these guys are going in and this is what the tag team championship means. Again, I could tell that these guys want to get to uh, the, they want to be at the top of the mountain, so once all of the new tag teams start attempting to lay claim, they know exactly where to go, and it's not necessarily going to be the easiest route. Mantra is step up or step aside. Step up or get stepped on, uh, rather. And uh, right now, it's, uh, it's, not looking, it's not looking good for the Usos in the moment, but uh, they've been trying to fight right now. The bar looking like, uh, first of all, Seamus, you know, Celtic Warrior war Workouts, go subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Do you see Seamus' arms right now? It's all because of the Celtic Warrior Workouts. And there are a lot of uh, human beings and WWE superstars that would vouch for that because he is, uh, he, he looks like a monster right now, you know, like, as far as, like, workout goes. But these guys are looking like a... Uh, They've been they able to get a little bit of the better. Uso going for a bunch of headbutts to be able to, you know, 
and try to slow them down a little bit. They picked up the pace briefly, but the ball was able to survive that. So, oh man, wow. <laughs> there was a big knee that just took place. Uso went to the top rope after all those headbutts to Sheamus. But he was, Sheamus was able to hit a high knee. He's going for a second rope. Uh, is it a white noise? Is that what it's called? Oh. Sheamus got sat down on the top rope. Uso got down and delivered a super kick to him. Cesaro hits the top rope. Takes a super kick again. Well, takes a super kick out of the sky. From the Uso. Alright. Okay, so that's Jay in the ring right now. He's going over to try to tag Jimmy. Jimmy is ready to get in the ring. Man, wait a minute. He was trying to get to the roast, but then Mandy Rose's music hits. And there she is with a towel on at the top of the ramp. What does she have to say? Jimmy, can you please help me? Now that I have your attention, did I leave my tiny gold shorts and my tiny gold top in your hotel room? Oh my goodness. He's perplexed at the uh, on the apron. Oh, he gets knocked down by Sheamus. And Cesaro hit him with the neutralizer. That's three. Well, look at that. One thing remains for certain. Naomi is not going to be happy. Mandy Rose is on the road to get snatched ball, if you ask me. But it remains to be... Wait. Here comes the Miz. Those shades that the Miz has on are amazing. I'm here to grant you an opportunity of a lifetime. An opportunity to put your tag team championships on the line at the Royal Rumble in front of 50,000 screaming fans against the one team you have yet to dominate. The best tag team in the world. Cesaro just snatched the microphone from Miz. Jeez, Miz, uh, you won the bar, the tag team champion. Yeah. The thing that destroys every opponent on Raw and SmackDown 
face a, a untested, uncoordinated, dysfunctional duo with daddy issues. Dang, that was cold. Challenge us. Let me, uh, let me consult with my tag team partner. What do you? Oh. oh. Seamus came through with a brogue kick after Cesaro briefly consulted with him. Oh man. Which late. That's right, Gravy. Challenge accepted. So Sheamus and Cesaro are going to take on, well, the bar are going to take on the best tag team in the world. Wait, we backstage. Okay. Oh, boy. And Naomi just dropped the high heels. Backstage, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose took the towel off, and she has on her ring attire, so doesn't matter. But as you can hear, all the chaos in the background. Naomi was taking hits, and she was beating up on Mandy Rose. Sonya Deville was punching, and Naomi was eating them. But that kick to the midsection—I guess she was lighting her, giving her, you know, giving softening up that midsection with the punches, and then that big kick knocked her down. Uso luckily came and broke it up. But my goodness, that's that's right. That is right. See, Mandy was getting snatched bald, man. She ain't, uh, so Naomi ain't playing around. It's going to be a good one whenever they do decide to get in the ring. We're going to we're gonna see how <laughs> Mandy fares because right now she is literally just antagonizing and testing uh, the Uso brother. It almost makes me want to say put, a, put the Uso on Temptation Island. Uh, you can go and catch Temptation Island. I think it comes out on well, debuts on January 15th on the USA Network. So tune in if you're into stuff like that. But up next, we got the main event between Carmella, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. But wait a minute. The Queen speaks. Carmella, last year's hottest thing. Oh. Becky Lynch, this year's hottest thing. Well. Charlotte Flair. The hottest thing on Raw and SmackDown the last four years running. Well. The seven-time women's champion. I've main evented Raw, SmackDown, multiple pay-per-views. Now, it's different now. I'm not here to prove myself to you. Right. I'm here for me. I'm here for my SmackDown Women's Championship. Tonight, my focus is on Becky Lynch and Carmella. Right. At the Royal Rumble, my focus will be on Austin. Ladies, get ready to be humbled by the Queen. Man. We'll face Oscar for the SmackDown Women's title at the Royal Rumble. Find out next. Man, oh man. So these women have all uh, proven their worth. You know, Becky has been on quite the sh quite the run you know since her moment you know the way she uh 
I wouldn't say turned on Charlotte, but uh, really stepped into who she was. You know, she was fed up with the nonsense, and we saw Rebecca return. Since then, it's, it's just very clear. She's even gone as far as to say Oscar's a placeholder. Going to uh, find, I believe it's News 4 News down in Jacksonville. We saw Becky Lynch do an interview, and the anchor was asking her, and she literally made reference to Oscar just, uh, you know, holding it for the meantime until Becky's ready to get it again. And that's, uh, that's remained to be seen, but this is what the call was. And we saw Charlotte on uh, the social media platforms speaking about the match that's about to take place and how uh, Becky was devaluing the championship. That's a... Uh, I hear where Charlotte was coming from with that, you know, with, you know, lowering the title. But also, Becky has a fair claim to that because, uh, uh, well, Becky's claim is when she had the championship, it was the, very relevant. I'll say it like that. It definitely was talked about. Her with the championship was talked about. You know, she she is who she is now. And I believe they, the her and the championship both bounced off of each other very, very well. So, uh, you know, Asuka, since she's been champion, Becky would argue that it hasn't necessarily been featured like that on the television program, and I can, I can agree with that. You know, we've the times we've seen her with the championship, she's looked very strong, and she's all, you know, she's been talking with Triple H and stuff like that. This is how we set the match up from last week. So, you know, it's a, it's a fair argument from Becky, but it can be argued uh, as far as how relevant the title is right now, as far as the storyline goes. We're going to see, you know, Charlotte has, uh, you know, been called everything under the sun from, you know, daddy's girl and spoiled and, you know, all of those adjectives that go with it, but uh, I think that she's actually proven herself every time she goes out there. She's, uh, you know, she's different. And yeah, Mella may have talked about how Charlotte used the kendo stick to get to where she's at, but you know, when she was in there with Ronda Rousey, you know, it was a, it was a brawl. When she was in there with Becky at Evolution. It was a brawl. So Charlotte a brawl. And this is why she's seven-time women's champion. Could be eight if she uh, wins the match in a little bit and, you know, takes on Oscar and wins at the Rumble. You know, she could. There's a very big chance, you know, the road to WrestleMania is a long and winding one at times. So she could walk into WrestleMania champion. We never know. We, you know, never say never. She could be looking at uh, what she's focused on the match tonight and wants to be focused on the potential match on Sunday. But, uh, you know, I think she's focused on the championship more than anything. But wait, we cut the backstage, and the lovely Kayla Braxton is interviewing Daniel Bryan. She said he hasn't had the best of nights. Is that because a fat, ignorant, impotent man spilled mustard on my t-shirt? Is that why? I was talking about AJ Styles. Because AJ Styles attacked me 
unprovoked from behind tonight. And why? Why did he do that? Did he do it because I'm trying to change the world for the better for both his kids and mine? Did he do it because I'm filling the empty void in these people's lives in a way that he never could? Or is he simply doing it because I, the new Daniel Bryan, am the WWE champion and he is not? I do not care why AJ Styles you think what he did tonight was vicious? You didn't think what, what he did tonight was vicious? That's not vicious! That's not half as vicious as the new Daniel Bryan! People have not seen what I am capable of, but AJ Styles will see! He'll see at the Royal Rumble, and he may see before, because he will never, 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 he never has been the surprising champion. Forever, he said. Forever. So, moving into the main event. Uh, we're going to see how it goes. Jacksonville Graphics, thank you, Jacksonville, for hosting SmackDown Live. And uh, let's, let's get this main event going. All right, so we cutting backstage to the Miz. After holding his jaw after that broke kick. Tag partners. This is crazy. Crazy. My God. <laughs> Here comes the man, Becky Lynch. Focus. Pardon. 
I've shared a lot of my thoughts on it. Commentary, I have their opinions on everything that's going to take place. We're going to see how it all go down. My goodness. So Carmella got flipped on. Becky pulled Charlotte off of the top rope and uh, Charlotte flipped onto her. It was a very, very uh, flat. It, 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 she landed completely flat on her midsection. Then Becky went for a senton, but also hit Charlotte with a drop kick and hit the senton on Carmella. And that's just one of the big spots we got. We had a double moonsault from Charlotte. And then we had a moonsault attempt outside or from the top rope to the outside. So a backsploder. We just now had the figure eight locked in. And Charlotte had quite the amount of height on her midsection. But Becky was able to uh, hit a leg drop on the Charlotte's midsection, driving the air out. She has, a, she has the disarmor. Uh, locked in, but uh, Carmella was able to kick Becky in the head and knock her off. We're looking at how this match is potentially going to close out, and Carmella's on top. She got Becky sitting there, but she's uh, not moving fast enough to stay on top of Becky. Crowd screaming, this is awesome because it has been a great match. Oh! Charlotte, Becky was uh, getting up. Carmella had the upper hand, but Charlotte came running in. Carmella sidestepped it, and Becky took a spear. But uh, Charlotte was able to get, I mean, Be Carmella was able to get Charlotte out of the ring, and that gave Becky Lynch enough space to lock in a disarmor on Carmella. And Becky Lynch just won the match, booking her ticket to the Royal Rumble to take on Oscar for the Women's Championship. Man, oh man. And so, things have changed. Things have definitely changed. It's gonna be, uh, if Becky is having a championship match, then that means she potentially isn't in the Rumble. And I don't think that's so much of a bad idea we could have a situation on our hands like Daniel Bryan in the past couple of years. Uh, I believe it was back in 2015, the Royal Rumble happened. Daniel Bryan was a favorite to win. He went in and got eliminated in a short time, and the fans were pissed. If Becky goes in to the Rumble, and, you know, with so much, so many women that want this opportunity, they could all gang up on Becky and eliminate her fast. So if she gets eliminated, are we gonna, we'd get, you could imagine what type of reaction we get from the WWE Universe. Look what happened to Nia Jax based on that. So I think the safest bet would be sending Becky Lynch into the Royal Rumble, taking on Oscar for the Women's Championship. That leaves a lot of space for other things to take place in these coming months. But, uh, yeah, I know that Charlotte is a, is a favorite also, and Carmella is a sleeper. We can't, fall, we can't just not think Carmella's good because she took a lot of punishment, and she was also able to dish out a fair amount, a lot of super kicks, but we'll, uh, we'll see. I'd like to see a little bit more offense out of Carmella just to see what she's capable of. But, you know, we'll see. Either way, the women's champion, Asuka, is being showcased on television 
and she's coming on out now for the face-off between her and Becky Lynch. Right now, the man is looking focused and ready. So... Women's champion doing her entrance, not even really recognizing Becky Lynch. Did everything she wanted to do because she's champion. But you know, we can't sit here and sleep on Oscar because Becky's having a great run. You know, Oscar's, you take not, we all know what Oscar's about. Oh. Oh, it's more than a face-off. They talking to each other. And I mean, it's, it's aggressive. Oh, man, that closes out the show. Man, uh, I think the mirror image, we had Becky point at Oscar, and Oscar pointed back. I don't know. It looked like uh, Becky seems a lot more confident in being able to get that championship back. I don't know. I know Oscar is uh, more than ready to take on any challenger for the belt. But, uh, yeah, you know, Becky, this is going to be a real good one. Going into the Rumble two weeks from Sunday, streaming live on the WWE Network. I can't wait for it. Either way, that concludes uh, our podcast from the shadows on SmackDown Live. We got a lot, of, a lot of crazy things that took place, and I'm excited for next week. We don't have, we didn't have any, uh, any crazy storylines outside of the tag team. They were the best tag team in the world. You know, we got Rumble matches set up, so <clears throat> it leaves a lot of space for opportunity in this new era that we're in. It's that's my opinion. I think uh, it leaves the show to uh, leaves the predictability factor fairly low. And we're, we're going to have to tune in and find out what happens next week. I'll be there. You should be there, too. Either way, this is Blake. This podcast in the shadows. Shouts to all of the sponsors. Shouts out to Tom. Shouts out to everything pro wrestling. The no-name cast, Brandon and Mike. With all that being said and shit, I will catch you guys next time.